What's up, everybody? This is Pastor Darren, and this is the Manhood Moment. I'm going to try to give you one big idea to help you be a more godly man in 10 minutes or less today. Lord, well, like, hopefully this one isn't longer than normal. This is episode 37. We're going to talk about how the gospel restores broken manhood. Um, I'm going to share with you today a little bit about a conversation I had with uh, four guys, Jeff Durbin, Brian Dawson, Craig Monger, and Jason Storms in a cigar lounge in Alabama this last week. And uh, I want to share with you uh, just some of my observations on the conversation that we had. But before I get into that, I want to invite you guys to check out our Substack at christendomchronicle.substack.com. Uh, there you can read the articles that uh, my wife and I have written. Uh, she's written a couple articles on there about being a godly wife. Uh, I've written a few things on there. That library continues to grow. Most of the content on there is free. I just sign up for a free subscription to get access to all the content, including the previous 36 episodes of this podcast. Um, and then there's also a paid subscription for $5 a month to get access to a few few things that I've written there specifically for paid subscribers, including chapters for a forthcoming book on Christian resistance theory. So you can check all that out at christendomchronicle.substack.com. Uh, if you're listening at Christendom Chronicle, you also can download this podcast on iTunes, on several other podcast catchers, so you're welcome to jump out there and do that as well. So I want to apologize for my absence last week. I've been trying to record one of these episodes every day, uh, but I one of the things about being a man is knowing your own limitations and setting good priorities. And so one of my priorities is the importance of in-person uh, ministry versus online ministry. And while I love recording this podcast, and I'm thankful that it has the opportunity to serve all of you, um, one of the things you need to know about me is that if I have the opportunity to minister to people face-to-face -face in person, that always takes high priority for me over everything or anything that I could do online. That includes ministry in my local church and in my local community here. And then when I'm out, like I was in uh, Georgia last week and Alabama this week, and just started you know early in the morning and then all the way through to the end of the day opportunities to minister to interact with and help people in all kinds of different ways we saved five babies while we were out there by the grace of god in georgia and we're able to impact several people in alabama um, and grow the group of supporters that support our bill to abolish abortion there and so i'm always gonna i'm always going to prioritize face-to-face ministry over online ministry and i think you should as well but i also think the internet is useful for things like this podcast and gives us the opportunity to discuss things with lots of people whereas we can't do that in person so it has its place as well but in person is always the priority so today i'm going to talk about how the gospel restores broken manhood and i want to share with you guys um I don't know if I titled this episode right or not. I guess we'll see. But I want to share with you guys a story about a conversation that I had with four men. I told you at the beginning. So uh, Jason and I, Jason Storms, the National Director of OSA, and I went to Georgia last week to lay the groundwork for our forthcoming uh, Operation Save America national event there, which I'd love for you to come join us if you live in Georgia or the surrounding area there. It's uh, July the, uh, what is it? the 17th to the 22nd, I believe. You can find out more about that at operationsaveamerica.org. Uh, but I think it's July 17th to the 22nd. Uh, we're going to be announcing the location, which we're really excited about. So watch for that email to drop tomorrow if you're on the OSA email list. But we're in Georgia, and we're laying the groundwork for all of the event 
uh, all of the details for that forthcoming national event. And um, so then we got a call from Jeff Durbin um, about some potential opportunities to do some good work in Alabama. He was flying out to Alabama and we had the opportunity to go out there and help him and end abortion now with some work that they had planned to do in Alabama. We got a lot of friends there. And so Jason and I uh, adjusted our plans and went to Alabama to help uh, serve uh, the folks there in Alabama. And while we were there, I met some really cool people that I have never met when I was in Alabama. Many of the times I've been there before. This is my fifth or sixth time in Alabama doing work to try to end abortion there. And But I met some cool new people. And two of the people I met this time were two men by the name of Brian Dawson and Craig Monger. Brian Dawson is the founder of 1819, um, I think it's 1819 News is the name of the company. Yeah, yeah, 18, 1819 News. You should definitely look them up. A really awesome news organization that God's doing amazing things through there in Alabama. And uh, Craig Monger is a... Um, he is one of the writers at 1819 News. And so uh, things kind of came together for Jason, Jeff, and I to have the opportunity to go to this cigar lounge and just kind of hang out with Brian Dawson and Craig Monger and just kind of spend some time fellowshipping and interacting with them. And it was just a great time of fellowship. It was a great conversation. Those men are amazing men that love God. But one of the things I noticed as I was sitting there having the conversation with them, so there's... Brian Dawson, who founded this news organization that's doing amazing things that surpassed all the other news organizations in Alabama, and God is really growing the platform. Craig Munger, who's a writer on that platform, and then, of course, Jeff Durbin, who's the pastor of Apologia Church, the founder of In Abortion Now, and then Jason Storms, who's the national director of Operation Save America and has had a national platform uh, trying to fight abortion through uh, organizations like Personhood and so forth. These are four men that God is using to do incredible things. And as we're getting to know, these three of us already knew each other. Jeff and Jason and I have worked together quite a bit. Um, good relationship. and um, But we're just getting to know Brian Dawson and, and Craig Munger. And as we're sitting there having this conversation, Brian sort of shares his testimony with us, which I don't want to go into too much detail on because I don't know how much is, is, is public. But uh, one thing I, I do know that's public because I've read it, you know, Brian, um, before he came to Christ, he used to be a drug addict. Um, he used to use all kinds of drugs. And, um, he uh, involved in a variety of other kind of uh, um, illegal activities, I'll say, and um, went to prison for a period of time. And... Um, God saved him while he was in prison. And I was listening to him share his testimony about all of the crazy things that had happened in his life. And at that point, Jeff began to share a little bit of his testimony, Jeff Durbin, and you can find his testimony online. Uh, Jeff also, uh, he never went to prison, but he, so Jeff was the national karate champion uh, when he was younger. And he was uh, part of the choreography group um, with the movie Ninja Turtles, uh, the Ninja Turtles movie that came out in the 90s. And at that time in his life, he was addicted. He was using LSD and several other kinds of drugs sort of for energy and so forth. And so he shared a little bit about drug addiction and hit the kind of drugs that he was using. And Jason, who also, when he was younger, before he came to know the Lord, um, had a drug addiction problem as well. Um, and he was using different kinds of drugs uh, in his youth. 
Whitney, he was addicted to um, drugs when he came to know the Lord as a young man. I think he was 19 years old. And then Craig Monger, who's the reporter there, also was sharing a bit of his testimony and how he had um, had some some of those same types of things in his background. And so what was interesting is I was having this conversation with these four men, and this was actually a theme that came up over the course of the days that I was there in Alabama as I was ministering with and interacting with various different people there is the way that God raised these men up. Every one of them, when they were telling their story, talked about how they sort of came to this place where it was hopeless. And, you know, some of them, it was they were in a criminal sort of environment and they came to a place of hopelessness. Some of them were in a, they were at the height of their career, and yet they still came to a place of hopelessness. And God, out of that, brought them to a place of repentance. And at some point in their life, they turned from their sin, and they put their trust in Jesus Christ, and they were born again. And when they turned from their sin and put their trust in Jesus Christ, their lives were transformed by the power of the gospel. Now, when you think of these men that I talked about, okay, you think of, many of you know who Brian Dawson is, you know about 1819 News. If you don't, I strongly urge you to look into that. You think of a man who's building a powerful news organization, and he's doing amazing things for the kingdom of God. But the other thing I want you to think about is, he's a man who's married with children, and he's a godly father who's raising his children in a Bible-teaching, preaching church who's doing family worship, raising his children in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. The same thing with Craig Monger. Jeff Durbin is a pastor of a local church. If you ask him what he does, he doesn't talk about all the abortion work that he does or whatever. He'll say, I'm a pastor of a small local church in Tempe, Arizona. You know, he's a pastor and he's a father. He has several children and grandchildren now. And he's raising his children in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. He's loving his wife and leading his wife. Jason Storms is a father. He has 10 children. He's raising his children in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. He's loving his wife. These men are not just men that are doing amazing things out in the culture war. But God got a hold of them by the power of the gospel. They came to recognize the depths of their brokenness before God, and God redeemed them and saved them by the power of the Holy Spirit and transformed their lives. And now God is using these men to do many things in the culture, but he's also raised them up to be godly husbands. He's raised them up to be godly fathers. And that godly manhood that they are displaying now, whether it be with their wife or with their children or in the work that they're doing out in the culture, that godly manhood that they're displaying now, it is, a, it is a work of the Spirit of God in their lives because he redeemed them by the power of the gospel. And it's not actually the depth of the brokenness of all of their stories that makes that powerful. Because you can also take another man who was in Alabama, a man by the name of Ernie Yarbrough, who's our state representative there, that's carrying our bill. Ernie Yarbrough was raised in a godly home. He had godly parents. He was homeschooled in the early homeschooling movement. He came to know the Lord Jesus Christ at a young age. And he is a godly husband who is loving his wife. 
and who is raising his children in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. In addition to being a state representative who's fighting to end abortion and fighting for for, for liberties and rights, he's just a godly man who serves in his church and loves his wife and is striving to raise his children well. And it took the same power of the gospel of Jesus Christ and the same intervention of the Holy Spirit to turn him from his sins at a young age to come to know the Lord Jesus Christ. It took to save a Brian Dawson or Craig Monger or Jeff Durbin or Jason Storms. And each one of these men that I'm talking about, these, these five men, are able to be and do the things that they are as men because God saved them from their sin. You see, the thing I want you to get from this episode that's going a little long here, the thing I want you to get from this episode, man, is you cannot do the things that we've been talking about these last 37 episodes. You cannot do these things in your own strength. You cannot be the man that God has called you to be. You cannot take dominion in your home. You cannot take dominion in your work. You cannot take dominion in the culture. If you do not first turn from your sin and put your trust in Jesus Christ and be born again by the power of the Holy Spirit. And it doesn't matter whether you were raised in church. It doesn't matter whether you were a drug addict on the run from the police. It doesn't matter if you come to a place where you were at your wit's end. Those are not the important elements of the story. Important elements of the story are this. Men were dead in their trespasses and sins. And God, by the richness of his grace and mercy, sent his son, who lived a sinless life, died on the cross, and rose from the dead on the third day, in order that men might be redeemed. And God transformed those men by that message. They put their trust in Christ and had their sins forgiven. They're filled in the power of his Holy Spirit, and their lives were transformed. That's the detail that matters. That's the detail that makes all the difference. The rest of it's just window dressing. And so I want to ask you, man, as I wrap this up here, I know it's a little long today, but I want to ask you, have you been born again? Have you turned from your sins and put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ alone for salvation? If you haven't, then I make an appeal to you today. You cannot be the man that God has called you to be if you do not turn from your sins and find forgiveness in Jesus Christ. Repent today, dear brothers. Have your sins forgiven. Allow the Spirit of God to indwell you. Scripture says in Romans 6.23 that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So I want to plead with you today. Turn from your sin. And trust in Christ. Be restored as a man. And then allow God to, by the power of his Holy Spirit, and the slow, methodical, faithful sanctification process, conform you to the image of Christ, that you may be a useful man that he can use to advance for the sake of his kingdom. God bless, brothers.